0: Long History, Francis Drake's Voyage About the World, Part 20, Java, The Cape of Good Hope and Home Hello everyone and welcome to episode 20 of Long History's The Voyage About the World, a description of Francis Drake's famous voyage which took place from the 15th of November 1577 to the 26th of September 1580. Long History's mission is to record historic source documents and release them in 10 minute chunks. These are eyewitnesses to the events that took place, and this is the final episode of Francis Drake's Voyage About the World. Well done if you've listened to the whole series, but if you are new, look out for episode 1 if you want to start from the beginning, and subscribe to be notified of future series. For anyone new to this particular series, this text was written by men who took part in Drake's Voyage, with the front page of the 1854 edition we're using here saying that it was carefully collected out of the notes of Master Francis Fletcher, in this employment, and diverse others his followers in the same. The previous episode, episode 19, ended on the 26th of January 1580. Even though this is the last part of the voyage however, there are still 9 months to go. This short episode therefore contains a description of Drake travelling half of the world, including Java, the Indian Ocean and the whole of Africa's western coast. This episode begins on February the 1st 1580, with Drake still sailing around islands in today's Indonesia. February the 1st we saw very high land, and as it seemed well inhabited. We would fain have borne with it to have got some succour, but the weather was so ill that we could find no harbour, and we were very fearful of adventuring ourselves too far amongst the many dangers which were near the shore. The third day also we saw a little island, but being unable to bear any sail, but only to lie at hull, we were by the storm carried away and could not fetch it. February the 6th we saw five islands, one of them towards the east and four towards the west of us, one bigger than another, at the biggest of which we cast anchor and the next day watered and wooded. After we had gone on hence, on February the 8th we decried two canoes, who, having decried us as it seems before, came willingly unto us and talked with us, alluring and conducting us to their town not far off, named Baratua. It stands in seven degrees thirteen minutes south of the line. The people are Gentiles, of handsome body and comely stature, of civil demeanour, very just in dealing, and courteous to strangers, of all which we had evident proof, they showing themselves most glad of our coming, and cheerfully ready to relieve our wants with whatsoever their country could afford. The men all go naked, save their heads and secret parts, everyone having one thing or another hanging at his ears. Their women are covered from the middle to the foot, wearing upon their naked arms bracelets, and that in no small number." some having nine at least upon each arm. Made for the most part of home or brass, whereof the lightest, by our estimation, would weigh two ounces. With these people, linen cloth, whereof they make rolls for their heads and girdles to wear about their loins is the best merchandise and of greatest estimation. They are also much delighted with margaritas, which in their language they call saleta, and such other like trifles. Their island is both rich and fruitful, rich in gold, silver, copper, tin, sulphur, etc. Neither are the only expert to try those metals, but very skilful also in working of them artificially into diverse forms and shapes, as pleaseth them best. Their fruits are diverse likewise and plentiful, as nutmegs, ginger, long pepper, lemons, cucumbers, cocoas, figs, sago, with diverse other sorts, whereof we had one in reasonable quantity, in bigness, form and husk, much like a bayberry, hard in substance, but pleasant in taste, which, being sod, becometh soft, and is a most profitable and nourishing meat. Of each of these we received of them whatsoever we desired for our need, insomuch that, such was God's gracious goodness to us, the old proverb was verified with us. After a storm cometh a calm, after war, peace, after scarcity, followeth plenty. So that, in all our voyage, Tainate only excepted, from our departure out of our own country, hitherto we found not anywhere greater comfort and refreshing than we did at this time in this place. In refreshing and furnishing ourselves here, we spent two days, and departed hence February the 10th. When we were coming to the height of 8 degrees 4 minutes, February the 12th in the morning, we espied a green island to the southward, not long after, two other islands on the same side, and a great one more towards the north. They seemed all to be well inhabited, but we had neither need nor desire to go to visit them, and so we passed them by. The fourteenth day we saw some other, reasonable big islands, and February the sixteenth we passed between four or five big islands more, which lay in the height, nine degrees forty minutes. The eighteenth, we cast anchor under a little island, whence we departed again the day following. We wooded here, but other relief except two turtles, we received none. The 22nd day, we lost sight of three islands on our starboard side, which lay in 10 degrees and some odd minutes. After this, we passed on to the westward, without stay or anything to be taken notice of till the 9th of March, when in the morning we espied land, some part thereof very high, in 8 degrees 20 minutes, south latitude. Here we anchored that night, and the next day weighed again, and bearing farther north and near shore, we came to anchor the second time. The 11th of March we first took in water, and after sent our boat again to the shore, where we had traffic with the people of the country. Whereupon, the same day, we brought our ship more near the town, and having settled ourselves there that night, the next day our general sent his man ashore to present the king with certain cloth, both linen and woolen, besides some silks, which he gladly and thankfully received, and returned rice, cocos, hens, and other victuals in way of recompense. This island we found to be the island Java. The middle whereof stands in 7 degrees and 30 minutes beyond the equator. The 13th of March, our general himself, with many of his gentlemen and others, went to shore, and presented the king, of whom he was joyfully and lovingly received, with his music, and showed him the manner of our use of arms, by training his men with their pikes and other weapons which they had before him. For the present we were entertained as we desired, and at last dismissed with a promise of more victuals to be shortly sent to us. In this island there is one chief, but many under-governors or petty kings, whom they call riyas, who live in great familiarity and friendship one with another. The fourteenth day we received victuals from two of them, and the day after that, to which the fifteenth, three of these kings in their own persons came aboard to see our general, and to view our ship and warlike munition they were well pleased with what they saw, and with the entertainment which we gave them. And after these had been with us, and on their return had, as it seems, related what they found, Raya Donan, the chief king of the whole land, bringing victuals with him for our relief, he also the next day after came aboard us. Few were the days that one or more of these kings did miss to visit us, insomuch that we grew acquainted with the names of many of them, as of Raya Patayara, Raya Kabokapala, Raya Manhango, Raya Bokabara, Raya Timbanton, whom our general always entertained with the best cheer that we could make, and showed them all the commodities of our ship, with our ordnance and other arms and weapons, and the several furnitures belonging to each, and the uses for which they served, his music also, and all things else whereby he might do them pleasure, wherein they took exceeding great delight with admiration. One day among the rest, viz. March the 21st, Raya Donan coming aboard us, in requital of our music, which was made to him, presented our general with his country music, which though it were of a very strange kind, yet the sound was pleasant and delightful. The same day he caused an ox also to be brought to the water's side and delivered to us, for which he was to his great content rewarded by our general with diverse sorts of very costly silks, which he held in great esteem. Though our often giving entertainment in this manner did hinder us much in the speedy dispatching of our businesses, and made us spend the more days about them. Yet there we found all such convenient helps, that to our contents we at last ended them. The matter of greatest importance which we did, besides victualling, was the new trimming and washing of our ship, which, by reason of our long voyage, was so overgrown, with the kind of shellfish sticking fast unto her, that it hindered her exceedingly, and was a great trouble to her sailing. The people, as are their kings, are a loving, a very true and a just dealing people. We trafficked with them for hens, goats, cocos, plantains and other kinds of victuals, which they offered us in such plenty that we might have laid in our ship if we had needed. We took our leaves and departed from them the 26th of March, and set our course west west, directly towards the Cape of Good Hope or Bonne Esperance and continued without touch of aught but air and water till the 21st of May, when we espied land, to wit a part of the main of Africa, in some places very high, under the latitude of 31 degrees and a half. We coasted along till June the 15th, on which day, having very fair weather and the wind at south-east, we passed the Cape itself so near in sight that we had been able with our pieces to have shot to land. July the 15th, We fell with the land again about Rio de Sesto, where we saw many Negroes in their boats of fishing, whereof two came very near us, but we cared not to stay, nor had any talk or dealing with them. The 22nd of the same month we came to Sierra Leona, and spent two days for watering in the mouth of Taguan, and then put to sea again. Here also we had oysters and plenty of lemons, which gave us good refreshing. We found ourselves under the Tropic of Cancer, August the 15th, having the wind at northeast, and we 50 leagues off from the nearest land. The 22nd day we were in the height of the Canaries, and the 26th of September, which was Monday in the just and ordinary reckoning of those that had stayed at home in one place or country, but in our computation was the Lord's Day, or Sunday, we safely, with joyful minds and thankful hearts to God, arrived at Plymouth the place of our first setting forth, after we had spent two years, ten months and some few odd days beside, in seeing the wonders of the Lord in the deep, in discovering so many admirable things, in going through with so many strange adventures, in escaping out of so many dangers, and overcoming so many difficulties in this, our encompassing of this nether globe, and passing round about the world which we have related. Soli rerum maximarum effectori totius Mundi Gubernatori Soliswarum Conservatori Solidio Sid Semper Gloria Finis So well done we've made it to the end of Drake's journey. It was a bit truncated towards the end there, taking in half the world in a very short few paragraphs. I hope you enjoyed my attempt at Latin there towards the end. That's in the original text, so I thought I'd give it a try. The Latin there was just a tribute to God, saying the sole producer of the greatest things, the sole ruler of the whole world, the sole preservers of their own, glory be to God alone. The end. So Drake has completed his momentous voyage around the world, leading to some of the earliest written descriptions of California, certainly by Europeans, as we did with Magellan's journey and Columbus's. I'll be producing another couple of episodes about the journey, one summarising the events, and another more subjective analysis of the things that surprised me as I read this document, so watch out for those. But in the meantime, Francis Drake's voyage has come to an end, so thank you for listening. Please don't forget to like this and to subscribe for future series. Thank you for listening and goodbye.